All right, so let's get this one started. Welcome to another Creative Spin podcast. Um, so today we have our guest here, and uh, just so that we understand what we're doing, we're, we're basically uh, in these podcasts. We have creative conversations, and and what we try to do is just share share information with with our viewers and try to, you know, help them out with whatever we can. Today sharing. we have Mihai. Now I'm gonna screw up probably your last name, but here we go, Raducanu. It's close, man. It's really good. It's really the good. Closest anybody's got it, so All it's right. good. Thanks for having me, man. No, not a problem. So for today's podcast, you guys, we're gonna be talking obviously basketball. Uh, this is gonna air probably a week afterwards, but it just happened yesterday for us. Go Raptors, go! That's it. <laughs> So we need, to, we need to touch just a little bit. We of have course, to. We of have course to. we do. Yeah, and yeah. you being a basketball guy, we have to. Uh, but we really want to dig in is, to, is in the, uh, the personal development side that you're very involved with. And, um, and pushing the limits in, in, in life, sports, business, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun, fun interview. Yeah, for so. sure. Thank you. I'm pumped to be here, man. Thanks hit, for having hit me. Hit the intro. Today's podcast is brought to you by Workplace One, a company offering boutique private offices, co-working spaces, virtual office solutions, and meeting rooms. Amazing spaces in the best neighborhoods in Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Ideal for entrepreneurs, companies, and passionate business people. These spaces provide a stimulating environment to build, network, and drive business. With five different locations in Toronto and one in Kitchener, Workplace One is definitely where you want to be with your business. For more information, just uh, jump over to their website at workplaceone.com. Mihai, uh, I was actually, I was telling my wife uh, yesterday, I'm, I'm worried. I don't know if my guest is going to be coming in tomorrow because he might be partying all night long with the Raptors win. <laughs> you you got to pick and choose. You got to yeah. pick and choose when you do that. But I did, I was up, I was watching. I was working for the first quarter. So when I got back, the game was already rolling. It was yeah. going. My girlfriend's standing. You know, <laughs> there's a guy um, at my house that I train right now that actually was with the Raptors for two days, Wednesday, Thursday, for a oh. European mini camp. So he's from Europe, staying with me. I'm training him. So uh, the Raptors had him for two days. So it was cool. He was here working with wow. them. That must be an amazing experience for him. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, big six thing. So then, then he leaves Sunday for the Mavs. So I'm hoping the Raptors say you're good enough to stay, you know? <laughs> that, that would be good. I mean, this is, this is amazing for the city. I think this is amazing for the sports, uh, for, the, for basketball in the city. Uh, I mean, 24 years, right? We're waiting for this. Uh, you know, that, sorry to interrupt, but that's when I came to Canada. So I came, came to Canada in 1995. Oh, wow. So that's couldn't speak English. I just remember seeing this like purple thing everywhere, this purple dinosaur and saying new basketball team. And I'll never forget, because I could relate to Zan Tabak. They had this big, remember him? This yeah. big, big, big European guy. So I could relate, but I remember that's when I came to Canada, July 1st, 95. You know what? Why don't we go right away to your your uh, your origin story? Let's, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about where you came from, how you got here. And, uh, and all of this involvement with, uh, with basketball. I mean, if you're just listening to the podcast, 
you can't, you don't know, but I mean, Mihai, he's a short guy. I mean, we're, <laughs> no, you're built for, for basketball, let's just say. Yeah, built for basketball. And I never really, my mom played basketball. My dad was a track and field guy. Oh, the, those genetics are working right there, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was just, um, they, f they forced me towards track and field. And I tried to do it, and, and I just, you know what, I didn't like it. And mm. then when I was 13, I started playing basketball. There you go. You found your passion? Yeah, found it. And just, you know, European system works differently. But anyway, that was, that was my language. When I came to Canada in 95, I finished grade 9 in Romania. Oh, so we were talking about Romania, right? So back in the day. Yeah, yeah back in the day. So I came here when I was 15. Wow. 1995, I was 15. So do the math. You know, I'll be 39 next week. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but coming here and not being able to speak the language, the only thing I wanted to do is play basketball. And, you know, a sequence of events ended up, ended me in the best high school in Canada at the time, which was Cathedral High School mm -hmm. in Hamilton, with the best high school coach ever to coach in Canada. Yeah, the stars aligned there. Huh? Oh, you know, like just pure <laughs> luck, right? Pure luck, pure coincidence. And he took me under his wing and just started teaching me basketball. And, you know, the first thing I did when I walked into a classroom, uh, one of my friends that I, to this day, still my friend, Mike Lawton, lives mm -hmm. in uh, Arizona. He just gave me a ball and pointed to the rim and said, dunk. There was no language. We couldn't understand each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. That, was, that was my introduction to high school. That was my introduction to Canada. And, and, and the question is, did you make the first dunk? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> in, in dress shoes and in uniform. Oof. Okay. There was a sign there. That's for sure. So tell us more about your adventure. So now you're here. You're in a new country, new language. You didn't have any friends. So everything was, it was starting fresh. From Brand new. And I couldn't have been happier to do it. Couldn't right. be happy. I mean, it's just such a fresh start for us. Uh, new outlook on life, new culture that you got to learn. And the easy thing to do, and I, and I speak a lot about this, because the easiest thing to do for us would have been to, to get involved in the Romanian community mm -hmm. and to just hang around with Romanians. That's There's, usually what we see happening, yeah. right? Yeah. But why? I just left a bunch of Romanians <laughs> for a better life, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we, I took ESL classes and I learned English in, in one semester. Obviously, being on the court, playing, um, talking to these guys on and off the court, getting rides with them to the games, it just improves your, your language. Yeah, it kind so of forces much. you in a good way uh, to learn a little bit quicker because you need to communicate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, now that I look back at it, I realize that, that was so uncomfortable, but I thrived. But that's what pushed you. That's right. I thrived so much mm -hmm. in it. And, you know, you always have moments. I mean, you can look back at your business. We're talking before we went yeah. in the air, and you're like, man, I did so many things wrong. So many things. I, I think I still am doing stuff wrong. Right. But then you can also look back on your business and say, or your life in general, say, I've done so many things because of who I am, but I didn't know I was doing them because of who I am. Yeah. Later, as you grow, you learn who you are and you reflect. But I, I also think, like, we, we just said mistakes. I, I now, and I guess it's because of all the gray hair, I see it differently. It's not mistakes. It's just, it's just the steps that learning. it took. It's learning. It's, it's yeah. the process. You right. need to make those quote-unquote mistakes in order to go ahead and learn. And, and what we're saying here is sometimes I wish... 
I didn't have to learn every single little thing. Yeah. And I wish I could have YouTube when I was growing up and try to learn a little bit quicker uh, the system, the process, the things that I needed to know. But it is what it is. That probably made me a stronger human being and, and, and eager to, to fight more than if I did have all of that. Because now there's, there's a lot of that debate, and I don't know if you agree with that, that the younger generation is a little bit soft when it comes to that because they have a lot given to them. I'm not a big fan of that. I hear it a lot, but I, I also believe it has to come from the education that you get from home and from people like yourself that are, that are, that are helping uh, these younger, uh, gener the, the younger generation out. Give me, give me your two cents when it comes to that, when, when it comes to the younger generation of today uh, and, and how they operate and how they're motivated and are they motivated, are they not motivated, reasons why. Yeah. What's, I, what's your take? I think the biggest thing that I always encounter is saying, and I'm in, you know, I'm in, I'm in schools, I'm in gyms, I'm in, you know, classrooms, I'm, I'm everywhere with with these kids, and, and I see them all around me, and I don't like calling them soft, mm -hmm. because they just don't know. They're exposed to the mainstream information. That's that exactly that mainstream yeah. so they don't have anybody teaching them how to navigate through this information and dig down a bit deeper because there's tons of info and sorry to interrupt but i agree 100 percent with what you're saying and 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 i go a step further when i when i think you know the people that are criticizing them they should stop criticizing and should start teaching them yeah start helping yeah you know and you know you have kids i have kids and my kids are not soft, and it's got nothing to do with genetics. Mm -hmm. It's just the way we teach. Exactly. It's just the way we help them grow. It's just the way we allow them to make mistakes. It's calc just like me and you make risks in business. It's a calculated risks. Yeah. Right. We're like, hey, you know what? We don't know, but let's do it because the worst thing that can happen is this. And same thing with the kids. You know that you know you kind of hey, go do this. They might fail. They might fall down. You're there to pick them up, or you're there close enough to say, "Get up," mm -hmm. right? This is, you know, figurative speaking, and then giving them more options. But I don't think the kids know. So the more I spend time with them, the more I'm in schools. There, there's issues, right? So some of the issues are archaic educational system, which we'll talk about, you know, later because yeah. I'm doing something really cool in schools, but. You know, education systems archaic. Yeah, uh, they're not keeping their attention span. They're not. They're bored in school because yeah. everything you teach in school, you can learn online. Mm -hmm. Like my son is eight and a half, and you know, the other day he said, "Dad, can I see your phone?" I said, "Sure, sure, buddy. Here you go." And he goes, you know, goes through. How do you spell volcano? So I tell him. The guy looks it up and. Three minutes later, hands me back the phone. He goes, thanks, Daddy. I said, what'd you do? He goes, I, I heard somebody talk about volcanoes, so I wanted to see what they are. And I watched a two-and-a-half-minute video. Now I know what a volcano is. So he doesn't really need a whole semester of geography to learn about volcanoes. Yeah. I mean, you if you want to I mean? go in deep and, and learn specifics, yeah, then you, you need to get that education. But for a general thing, right. you don't. Yeah, making a point that there's a lot of info out there. So... Archaic systems, uh, and I'm not going to get into it. I think that's a factor. I think uh, 
the busy parent, the, the, you know, you called them earlier, the helicopter parent that are yeah. trying to make sure the kids don't make a mistake, make sure everything is there, make sure that everything's handed to them. Yeah. Um, it's hurting them. And oh, it's 100%. not the generation. It's not the kids. I mean, humans are humans. And these kids, we just got to teach them. We have to teach more and more and more and expose them. But instead, we're stopping. We're not teaching. We're helping. And we're, we're you know... We're making them that way yeah. in, in a general way of saying things, right? The, I think most, most people or parents that are complaining about the younger generation, well, guess what? You guys did it. That's right. <laughs> you taught them or didn't teach them. And that's the result. You know, don't complain about them. Complain about yourself. If you want to complain about anybody, you got to look in the mirror, right? There's no reason for me to walk into a restaurant and the, the server to say, wow, your kids are so polite. No, no. That's, that's status quo. Yeah. They, they, they should be polite. They should exactly. have manners. I'm laughing because I get the same thing. Because <laughs> right? my kids, they, you know, they're not jumping around. They're not doing any crazy things because... You know, we, me and my wife, we, we sat down with them and said, no, when you're in a public place, this is how you should behave. Like, right. this is what how people have to behave. So, and it's funny because then you have people coming up to you and, and praising you for something that should be just basic. It's normal. That's the way it should be. Not the other way around. Right. But it's interesting. So, Mihai, you, I, you know, I was checking out your websites. I was checking out all of the information as much as I could, just so that I could know a little bit more about you. I, I met you um, through another podcast, uh, one of our clients, uh, the Costa Group. Uh, we helped them out with the podcast as well. And you were a guest there, and, and that's how I met you. And, and right there and then, you spiked my, my curiosity. I went online to search a, a little bit more about what you did. And, um, and you're all about motivation. Um, grow, growth mindset is something that I saw on, on your website when you're working with students. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like, what is, what is, your, um, what is your goal with, with all of this uh, mindset, growing, helping, inspiring? I mean, first of all, for me, it's and I got I to gotta backtrack a little bit just because the origins of all this. Okay. And for me, I'm a very lucky human to be 39 years old and still bounce a basketball. And, and really, I, I hear you. You know, I know the bones and the muscles don't don't act the same way anymore. But yeah, they're good. I'm good. You're still you know? good. You eat good, you work out, yeah. and you yeah. keep it natural, you're good. But we're not here to talk about no. it. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I'm lucky because sport is what I do. And sport, can, it's not just playing the sport. Sport just, just brought on this whole world for me. And 11 years ago, I started, after I finished playing college basketball, I played on the States. And then at the time, I was a police officer. Mm -hmm. And one of my coworkers said, hey, can you work out my kid? You must know what you're doing. I'm like, man, sure, yeah. Right? And I was fortunate enough that in my past, my high school coach, my university coach, um, they were all very, very good at what they were doing. And I didn't realize how good they were until you get older. And they, they, the case, they taught yeah. us how to be humans. Yeah. They taught us how to be proper human beings, not just basketball players. You know, take care of your schoolwork, take care of your, your laundry, make sure you're tucked in, make Discipline. sure you're shaven, make sure 
yeah. you you know no headphones in in, in uh, road trips talk to each other in the car mm-hmm. things like that right so I took that as it's normal everybody does that mm-hmm. but it's not it's like the furthest thing from normal and but if you educate and let's go back quickly because I know I know you want to talk but let's go back <laughs> no, quickly no. Let's, let's to this navigate, man. yeah let's man navigate. this generation so we're saying well you know these kids are that they're not because right now you walk into any high school gym and you'll see kids on the court with hats on, mm. like baseball caps. You'll see kids with hoodies on, right? like their hoods up. You'll see kids with headphones in. And teachers and coaches are like, well, that's just what they do. That's just today's generation. They're allowing that. Older coaches will say, take your hats off, take your hoodies off. And the kids are like, man, you know, this guy. They just like begrudgingly do it. Mm-hmm. I do it differently. I talk. I walked in a gym on Tuesday. And it was a gym I've never been in with kids I've never been in. Sort of inner city kids with chains, with earrings, with hoodies, with, you know, AirPods in their ears. One guy had a hat on backwards. This was a basketball team. Oh, wow. Never once did I demand for them to take their stuff off. I just started talking. And I started talking about self-respect. And I started talking about respecting the court that we're on. And I started talking about, you know, the way we carry ourselves is the way we help our teammates grow. And the way we, we become a team, the way we create a culture. And I never said, take off your chain. I said, hey, what if my finger gets caught in your chain and showed him so his neck's hurting with my finger in there, right? Uh, do you have a hoodie on when you eat? Do you have a hat on when you walk into a building? Uh, and, and things like that. And I said, we're going to play now. We're going to work out. Do what you need to do. Every single kid took off their necklaces, earrings, hoodies, yeah. hats. I never told them to. Because they know. Education. They know. Yeah. But, but deep down, they know that they, that's not proper. Right. But if you let them, you just you don't teach them. them. Then, then you, you shake your head, you're like this generation. Mm-hmm. So motivation, Jamie, I mean, for me, um, very interesting for a, a, a big part of my life. And then when I met a couple of mentors along the way, they've helped me see beyond that and see inside of me and, and bring out the best in me. And when I started training basketball in 2008, um, I was doing it naturally. I was, I was motivating somebody to go hard and work harder and, and work on their game. And, you know, you see me once a week, but you have six, six other days. You better do it so I can teach you new things. And it worked. And as that kept happening, people kept getting better. And then, obviously, the business side of things grows and, and the basketball part mm-hmm. uh, takes off. But then you see parents asking for help. And then you see people that are not training with me saying hey you're a very motivational guy so so then you me as a human you start learning and you start hey hang on i gotta convey a better message than just basketball than just working hard so you develop and through all that motivation is really something that it's not really real it's not so i don't believe that i can motivate you to do something I believe that I can spark something in you. I believe that I can teach you things on how you can start growing from within. Because motivation lasts about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. You see the, the picture, you see the scene on TV, and you get motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And but then it's game over. what keeps you going? So how do you make that? How right. do you do that? How do you make people 
keep going. You, you have to find, you have to get to know them. So you can't go to a workshop and be like, I'm going to go get motivated because Jamie's speaking today or Mihai's speaking today. I'm going to get motivated. I'm turning my life around. I think that's a crock of shit. I don't know if we can say that, but I'm sorry. No, you know it's okay. I mean? It's all good. You know, like you can't. You got to go and you, and you got to start. If you go to any of those things, you got to go somewhere where you find who you are. So I always say to people, when I was a kid, my mom used to be like, hey, yeah, you're messed up. You better go in your room and you gotta hang out there. You might hang out for an hour, for two, for three, you might be there for a whole day. You can't come out. But you know what that does? That's solitude. You know what happens in solitude. People go crazy. I mean, you start seeing, you start seeing some cool things within you. Yeah. You start realizing things about you. You start understanding who you are. You start seeing deep inside you. So the first thing I tell people all the time is, Go hang out in your room for a couple hours, a couple of days. Just think no about phone, life. no nothing. Who are you? What are you doing? Where are you going? Where are you right now? Where do you want to go? And are you capable of doing that? And if you're not capable of doing that, who do you ask for help? How do you find out who can help you? And those are all questions that start being sparked inside you. And that's the whole growth mindset. Now you're actually thinking. Now you're actually processing. Now you're, you're not just, you know, now, cruising through life. I agree 100%. Do you think you can apply this to everything? In life, sports, business, everything? 100%. You can apply it to everything. 100%. You have to also understand your limitations. True. Because um, I read somewhere once, I forget what study it was, that as humans, we're only capable to raise our level of whatever we're doing by two to three notches. Interesting. Right? So you're creative, right? You're, uh, you're a business owner and you're, you're in that world. So whenever you figure out that you're good at it, you're probably already at a six or a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. And by, by doing it and learning and, and increasing your knowledge and your, 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 you know, your knowledge base, you're now here. 15 yeah. years later, you're a 10 out of 10. Maybe a 9 out of 10, you still got room to grow. Yeah, there's always room to grow. Right? Always. Yeah. If I want to be a singer right now, it doesn't matter what I do. I mean, I can take classes. I can, you know what I mean? I can take the best voice coaches in the world. I can spend every single penny I earn on that. I'm at best right now a 1.5 out of 10. Don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> we, can, we can do a duet and sound, both sound really, really bad. But I get what you're saying. Like, w work on your strengths, right, as well. Find, yeah, find, find out them. what you're good at. Because if I'm going to be, a, if I put all my, I want to be a singer, I want to be a singer. I read all these things on Instagram that you can do whatever you want to do. Well, no, you can't. Yeah. There's certain, you have limitations. You can't play in the it's, NBA. It's expect, <laughs> expectations versus reality. Right. That's kind of like what I, how I see it. Yeah. Right? Like sometimes you look at something and your expectation, oh, yeah, if he's doing it, I can do it. Mm. No. Sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes you can even do better. I'm not That's saying right. you know, it That's doesn't right. happen. But I, I think a lot of times the expectation is way, way above than, than the reality. I agree. I agree. And it's... And you know what that's happening, what causes? That just causes a lot of average. Yeah. And we have too much average in this world. We, we got to start getting rid of average and start creating excellence. 
you know? Oh, I agree 100% on that. So Um, that's kind of, that's the route I always approach. That's the way I go. Go figure yourself out. Go, Go figure out who you are. Go figure out where you are right now and figure out where you're going. And then, what's the road? Yeah. What's the roadmap? Right? Because you have dreams. I have dreams. Then what? Our dreams determine our goals mm-hmm. most of the time. Then once you have those goals, then our goals determine our actions. And the action part is where I think a lot of people stop. Because it's hard. Yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. You know, you want to have a successful business. Guess what? Yeah. You're going to have to work hard for it. And you got to navigate. Some stuff's not going to work. Exactly. Some, I mean, you're doing such a good job in teaching new people in this world, right? In the business world, the young entrepreneurship world. I'm doing the same thing with my what I'm doing. And we're trying to cut people some, some trial and error time. Yeah. Right. Because because I guess now that we're getting a little bit older, we realize that, heck, if I had that little bit of help, you know, I wouldn't have spent the whole year trying to figure something out. I would have just figured it out. And by listening to a podcast or something like that, you know, technology is here. We have all of these avenues that we can take to learn. Let's let's use that. Right. And I think it becomes a part of. uh, you know, not only our generation, but any, any, at any age. I, th- I honestly think you can learn from people from any age. Like Colin is here. He's in his 20s. I learned from him right. same way he learns from me. And I think that's the mentality that, and I don't know if you agree with me on that, but I think that that's the mentality that we need to cultivate is that we can learn from each other no matter how old, where you're from, what race you are, it doesn't matter. You can learn from everybody. Yeah, there was, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, in short, I agree. You know, it's, I feel like that's how I formed myself by looking at people and saying, well, I like what you're doing. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I, I don't, you know what, Colin, I don't like that. So I'll never do that. Right. And yeah. Cause that becomes your personal point of view as well. Yeah. And, and, and everybody should have their own personal point of view as well. I think, you know, another issue and, and again, uh, that I, th- I see a lot is people trying to be other people that, that becomes an issue. Well, that's, you can be inspired, but copying is where the, the problem. That's just like the leadership part, right? So the actions, right? Dictate. I just want to finish that piece because I think it's important for our listeners or our viewers to hear that, you know, dreams dictate goals. Goals dictate your actions. Actions will dictate your results. Yep. And then your results eventually dictates your success. You know? And, but yeah, um, going back to, to, to learning from others and, and, and being able to, to kind of swift through and, and just understand what you're good at you have to do that. You have to watch other people. You have to learn from people and um, take an action doesn't necessarily mean that it's always going to be the right path. You learn. Be ready to adjust. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to adjust. Um, that's the message, you know, but there, there's way more, way more. Oh, stuff we could, we it. could speak for hours on this. I think there's yeah. so much that to, to be, to be spoken about. Uh, but I want to touch on, you know, on one thing that, that you have on your website as well. 
um, and you touch a little bit on is is the the, the connection with uh, you know well being versus the stress of life, and basically what we're talking about is mental health, and and I think that there is. I honestly think it's a huge problem that we have in society today, mental health, um, and that we need to really, really start taking care of this. Uh, I think it's a huge problem. Uh, I don't think people are realizing how fast the world is going and how much that is affecting us as human beings Yeah. because we're not able to stop anymore. We're not able to have a conversation anymore. We're not able to, you know, just chill out. Yeah. It's go, 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 go. You're able to. You we are. just don't want to. So how do you help people? What, what's your take on all of this? Uh, I mean, I, I'm a huge proponent on it. I'm huge. I, me and my girlfriend spend a heck of a lot of time eating. So let's talk about body. Let's talk about your body because we love to take care of our bodies. Because if you put bad stuff in your body, it's just like putting you know water in your vehicle. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so we spend a, a lot of time doing that. We spend, uh, you know, we're vegan for reasons, right? For, for certain reasons. And it's been three years now and I feel like I'm 16. Mm-hmm. I get out of bed with no pains. I can run up and down the court. I can, I can, I can bang, I can hit, I can, I can take hits from professional players. I, right. So I can demonstrate, um, I feel good. So diet has to be some that you take care of and it doesn't work the same for everybody and i think it's kind of surfacing a little bit now that uh you know hey what are, what are you doing you look great you look in shape what are you doing okay i'm gonna do the same well it doesn't work like that no you gotta, everybody's different you gotta play with it so that's number one make sure you eat the right stuff um, and then taking time to to take care of your mind so i'm seven years in now meditating wow yeah and uh, I had a, a good friend of mine that was working with me in my gym. He's now he actually lives in Toronto now, but um, he introduced me to it, and it's one of the greatest things I could ever do. You know what? And 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 I'm gonna pick your brain after this interview because <laughs> I don't want to stretch it, the interview now. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick your brain on that because it's something that I've been trying to get myself into, and I guess I just haven't had the right person to explain to me or to show me or to to tell me exactly how or what are the first steps? How do you get started? How do you continue doing that? Because just like you, I do a lot of research and and I've seen so many people talk about meditation and how good it is for your health. It's incredible. I need to get this sorted out. So we're going to have to talk about that off off, off camera. I'll tell you how good it is. My eight and a half year old son loves football, loves it, Mm -hmm. but he gets like anxious. And I introduced him to an app that I use. And, you know, he, he texted me the other day. He goes, Daddy, I was feeling uneasy before practice, but I turned on the app and I meditated for five minutes. Eight and a half year olds. Wow. I meditated for five minutes and I had a great practice. Amazing. Yeah. So anyway, so those are, you know, body, mind, and then taking time to shut it down. So we call it shutdown days. Mm-hmm. Every month, we have, you know, if we can string three nights in a row, three days in a row with phones, not not even touching them, not opening a computer. No technology, yeah. You know, I, we don't, I don't watch TV. We don't own a TV. We don't do TV, right? So that's mindless garbage. That, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but shutdown days are important. And, and I learned to give myself time. And my girlfriend, I give her all the credit in the world for teaching me that. Because I was a go to bed whenever. Yeah. No matter what, wake up at 4.30 and go. And she said, yeah, we're going to chill. You're not going to wake up at 4.30. You're going to wake up at 6. And I fought it at first. And let me tell you, man, the energy you have when you work and the productivity you have when you take time to yourself. So our routine now is every morning. It doesn't matter what we do. And obviously, we have the luxury to do it. We work together. Our office is in our home, right? But yeah. we, every single morning, spend between 45 minutes and an hour doing this, having a coffee, sitting and talking about life. Life. And yeah. that's something that we do. Sometimes we might be doing it in bed, just sitting there, laying and talking. Sometimes we do it sitting down outside, yeah. whatever, right? Going for a walk. But that's our routine every single morning. And that is so important. I think, you know, uh, more, we don't see this anymore. People don't talk to people. And, and it, it's, it's sad to see that happening. You, you go to an event. People are, I was just, I went with my daughter to, to a concert. And, you know, I'm looking around. Obviously, she's a teenager. So most of the, the, the audience there were within that age group. And a lot of parents, obviously, as well. And it was so interesting so the concert are, it was directed for the kids, right? right? Because that was the demographic. The parents were there. The parents were the ones that were watching the concert because the kids were all on the phone, Unreal. filming it, watching the concert that is happening in front of them through their phone. Right, to show other people what they're doing. And here I am just sitting there analyzing because that's what I do. I analyze stuff. And I'm looking around and I'm going... All of these parents, including myself, we're the ones watching this concert. We're the ones actually absorbing this. Yeah. And these kids are just going through. And I told my daughter, watch the concert. I'll film for you a little bit. She wanted to film. I, I, I got it. I got you. And I think it's, it's about the communication. It's about taking things in. And we're kind of losing that as a society. And, and, and I'm, I'm happy to hear you're doing that with your girlfriend. But, and I'm hoping that by us talking about this, somebody, some people listening or watching us will go, huh, you know what? Let me try doing that too. Because I think it's getting lost. Don't, listen, don't try to do it. First of all, trying is like, it, it's, it's the worst excuse in the world. I try my best. Garbage. Just do it. Do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like trying every time a kid, I'm trying my best. No, you're not. you don't know what your best is. You have no idea. Just do what you need to do really hard, as good as you can. And then guess what? It's not gonna get easier. It just keeps getting harder because you keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And 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 you gotta do it. And uh, people that say, well, you know, I, I got to be on this and I can't have downtime and I don't have time to go to the gym and I don't have time to work out and I don't have time to... Or I'm going to try to go to the meals. gym today. And yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Because, listen, I mean, when you wake up, it, it, backtrack, what's more important than you? Nothing. I always do this when I do speeches, when I show up. First question I ask when I walk in the room is I want you guys to think of the top five things you love the most in your life. And I give you 10 seconds. 
So there you see people, right? They're like, top five things. I said, and rank them in order, one to five. <laughs> and then I ask, put your hand up if the number one thing on your list was yourself. You never see a hand up. Yeah. And people are like, well, I love my family. But guess what? If you don't love yourself, if you don't treat yourself well, if you don't take care of yourself, you're no good to your family. You're only like 80%. 70%, 50%. So these people that are like, well, I can't stop. I can't, can't like slow down. You can. You just don't want to. You don't value yourself and you don't value what you bring to your environment, whatever your environment is. And, you know, simple things like put, put your phone in a different room, like at night. Don't touch it. You know, it's 2019. Yeah. I'm 39 years old. I'm in tune with technology. Guess what I do every morning? Pour a coffee, read the newspaper that comes to my door. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> so in, in you your know? point of view, this, this whole issue, the, the, all the issues that we're having in, in, in regards to mental health and all these mental issues, they could be easily solved. Yeah, my version. Like, I'm I mean, not I'm not doctor. trying to make it seem like, oh, it's an easy solution. It's I, not. It's not, but it is. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I don't have any qualifications to talk about that, so I can't really get into specifics, mental health yeah. specifics. However, I know that the key to life, I know, I know this for a fact, the key to life is being happy. Mm -hmm. You've only met me a couple of times. You might have seen my personality on, on, on social media, on my website, on my videos, but I'm happy. I'm happy nonstop. And that's my version of mental health. My mental health version is I strive to do things that make me happy every single day. Yeah. Simple. Was I up at five o'clock today? Yup. Did I do work from five until 6.45? Yeah. Loved every minute of it and work, you know, whatever I did. Um, I worked out a, a professional player from seven to 8.30. I drove to Toronto to hang out with you. Yeah. You know, it makes me happy. I do things that make me happy. And obviously I don't do it mindless. I do it with a purpose and everything has, you know, I have a goal in mind and where I'm going, but do things that make you happy. Because exactly. if you don't do, if you're just stuck in that, I'm trading time for money, work is a chore for money. Uh, let's be this, you know, very careful with every decision we're making. And then, you know, I said it before, and I don't know if I said it in that podcast, but I say it often. Then you're, you're having a near life experience. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> right? Like it's just near. You're not really experiencing it. It's just, yeah. you, you almost. You're almost there. Yeah. But, uh. You ever see that Steve Jobs video when he was young? Like he was younger and he had, like he had black beard still. He, was, like, he had hair. You know, you're still a hipster. <laughs> yeah, still a hipster, you know, just fatter. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a video and he says, there's nothing wrong with, with listening to, to what life is. You know, and he describes this, you know, imaginary box. And he says, you know, you have, a happy, you have a nice family and you have a nice little job and you have a couple of cars and you have a savings account and you try your best not to bounce off those walls too much. It's not wrong, but you're not living. Yeah. Because everything in this world, I mean, you show me around this place. I mean, it's, right, it's, it's made up. Mm -hmm. This didn't exist before. It's a made up place. Somebody made this up. So he's saying, go make something else up. 
the yeah. world's made up by us. Nothing is like, right? That's everything so in this world is we created it. So let's create some more. Because at the end of the day, Jamie, what's 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 our goal? Why do I, why are we here? Why the heck are we here? Just to live the eighty or ninety or hundred years that yeah. doing what? You know. <laughs> no, I agree 100%. Yeah, it's a lot of people a place. It's like this. Like this is a perfect example this podcast. A lot of people ask me, "Why the hell are you doing that?" And I my answer is quite simple. Why not? Hmm. Yeah. Why not? If I can sit down with you and have this conversation, why not? Right. Right. You know, it it, it sounds like a, a stupid answer, but it's the truth. Why not? Hey, are we helping? Probably. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I hope so. And that's the way it is. So, Mihai, just to end these, this conversation, um, quick, where are you now? What you up to now? And what are the plans for the near future? Yeah. I, I always say near future because the future, who knows? We don't know it. Yeah. yeah. Our, our, so, yeah, our the, actions. The near future. The, yeah. the, the, the closer plans. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the plans are to, to continue to... Um, improve basketball worldwide so you know I, I run a couple of companies and they're worldwide basketball companies and you know we've established in china a coaching education curriculum we have an online coaching education curriculum so a mentorship program so with basketball is to to help players be better to help coaches become better coaches because again we go back to the information thing so that's the goal with basketball um, with teaching, I, I love teaching because I'm teaching entrepreneurship and sports finance, which is amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, and then obviously because of my success in those areas, the speaking part of things has, has, has grown and it's kind of morphed into this amazing course that we just finished a 16 week program, a pilot program, mm -hmm. uh, with, two high schools in Hamilton and it was a pilot program and we called it leadership through sport and I came up with the concept along with my girlfriend Brett and, and we, we drew this up and we thought the impact would be good we didn't think it would be as good as it got that's awesome and so now building that into into kind of like a, hey here you go use this in your school here you go use this because it so works so you, you've created the blueprint Yes. Yeah. And now we're going to clean it up. We're going to debrief and, you know, but we documented everything. So that's awesome. You see everything sports related for me and everything goes through sports and everything. So the, the future is going to be dictated by how well and my actions in these things that I told you are, are going to come out. And my desire, my legacy, my footprint on this world yeah. is to impact and to create other leaders. I don't want followers. Don't want anybody to follow. I don't want you to be like Mihai. I don't mm. want you to be uh, the next basketball trainer, professor, business guy. No, no, be you. So I wanna teach you through my experiences, through everything I've gone through from war, from crime, from undercover, from drug detective, from basketball from everything that I've done I want to teach you how to be a leader and how to harness everything that's inside you so that's that's where we are and that's where I'm going but who knows what happens along the way man yeah you know? I don't know that's the fun of it no great message man I think you're uh, 
it, you know, I think you've got really cool things ahead of you. Thank I you. think life will, uh, will bring a lot of cool adventures with that. And uh, we'll be here to, to follow your, uh, your adventures. And, and, and likewise. And likewise. There you go. I like what we'll, you guys uh, are getting into. We'll, we'll put all the links that we can on, on, the, on the videos and on the podcast and all that kind of stuff so that whoever's watching or, or listening to us can, can go check your stuff out and, and uh, get inspired right. as well. Uh, Mihai, this was an amazing conversation. Really loved it. Thank you so much for swinging by. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you All very right. much. We'll do more things for sure. A hundred percent. All right. Thank you. Thank you.